I remember there was this one day you were really excited about this bit. You were really excited about. <laughs> Did that go down okay? You were really and you you were really excited about it, and then you said, "This is my new opener." Then, yeah, I remember you were still like, "This is my new opener," and I was like, "All right, well, let me let me hear it, right?" And then I remember you told me, right? And and then I remember it went something like this, you know, it was like. Oh. Uh, you know, oh, I'm Thelonious. Like sometimes people call me T-bone steak or something like that. <laughs> was it T-bone? Yeah. Or yeah. T-bone steak? Yeah. No, it was T-bone, T-bone, a uh, T-bone steak. <laughs> and then you, you were like, uh, uh, "Is it good?" Because I, yeah, you I got a long day or something like and, that. And then you were like, uh, is, "Is it good? Should I do it on stage today?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's so good. Do it, do it, do it." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you went on stage and you did it. Fucking nothing. <laughs> And then you said, "You fucking asshole, Brian!" <laughs> and then everyone started laughing. You know, I, I, uh, that story. I, I love that. Story. Yeah, this is uh, bottom of the barrel morning show. We're live in Brooklyn. It's eight a.m. We are here in the studio. Um, I, my name is Thelonious Fiorito. On the show, I used to do this solo all the time, and on the show, I used to like to. You know, of course, get advice from my my favorites, Ari Shafir, Roy Woods Jr., Ralphie May, Ma- Mark Norman. But, you know, unfortunately, I don't have access to those guys. But you know who I do have access to? People more local and more connected to the community and the scene that I'm in. People that actually have better, more relevant advice. Um, today, I have one of my favorite comics on. He's a really good friend of mine. I really enjoy him. He, uh, we, I just saw him do 25 minutes uh, on Sunday night at what, 1 in the morning in front of a dead crowd. And still woke him up. I don't know how he is, but hey, please uh, welcome Brian Kim. Can you hear yourself, Brian? Woo! I thought you were going to press a button and have at least some sort of like fake applause or something like that. You don't give it up for Brian Kim. Nothing. Hey, that's just how we roll here, man. My bad. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I liked your. I didn't know you too. liked the freaking. You know how much stuff you have. Uh, you know, I have my, I have my interns. Uh, you know, in in Pakistan, helping me out with the with the woo woo woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was gonna be that, so I was waiting for it, but it never came. <laughs> so I had to give my own. Yay <laughs> for me. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I like your introduction too. It's like, oh, you know, we inter- uh, we interviewed the hottest comedians, Mark Norman. You know, to uh, Roy Wood Jr. Yeah. Da, da, but we don't have them today. We have this guy. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you know that guy that you don't know? <laughs> we have him. <laughs> no, but you're, we're going to know who you are because, um, I don't know, I think you're great. And uh, No, but I like it's kind of like the way that people introduce me before the headliner at Broadway, like the, the check spot. It's like, hey, guys, if you could survive one more comic, then we got the headliner. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you can just, just get got- through this. This fucker, <laughs> there's hope at the end of the show for you. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you do a good job though. They like you. You know, they 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 enjoy you. You know. Yeah. No, I I and I love them, man. I I wish I could do more. Uh, they, you know, we'll see, we'll see when that happens. But I've been working there officially six months, and um, I think like five days. Yeah, Broadway. Yeah, you're definitely part of the the, you know, the family and everything. the family. Yeah, the family. Yeah, yeah. a big part of the family. Oh, who, I mean? So who are you in the family? I don't know. I'm just the. <laughs> I don't know what I am. I I, I think I'm like. Uh, I I don't really know. Uh, like Troy's the golden boy. Troy's the golden boy uh, for you know, sure. You know, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think I'm like the the uncle, the, the adopted stepson. Adopted. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I always get in trouble. Yeah, but you were adopted as a baby, I think, right? No, no, no. No? No. But uh, what are you? You're. I think you're like the youngest child, probably. You think you're so? You're the baby. I'm the baby? You're the baby. Dude, we got the other young people in there. In no, there. but you're the, you're the baby. Yes. Yeah. I guess, but the baby ain't getting no respect right now. The baby oh, ain't got no respect. Right, well, you have to, you know, it's, you, you'll get there. You'll, you'll start getting shows and stuff, you know, like. Like Jesse Slayton, you know, he's starting to host shows, right? He was hosting on Sunday. He's hosting Sundays now. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, he told me how. He told me how he helped Rich with something. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what did he, he What did he do? Something with the audio. He, like, he, uh, the the industry room audio is, yeah, like, yeah. all weird. And he was like, hey, if you do this, this, and this, the audio will be better. Oh. I know. I was like, damn it. And then. Uh, I and need the, to get good and, at audio. And, and you did the opposite. <laughs> we're just like hey can you do this 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 and you're like no <laughs> and then never never again man. Never. I, yeah you have to be a part of the team you know you have to give to receive you know you can't just fucking take 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 yeah i'm out you know? here you're right you're right um no but you know you help speaking of your so your work you told me off air uh, confidential you're working for victoria ironstein today you're doing her show hosting it <laughs> what do you mean confidential? It's not confidential. <laughs> what do you mean confidential? Why, you you saying, why, you, why are you saying it like that? And why, <laughs> why is it confidential? Yeah, she asked me to host the show and I'm hosting the show. I'm going to be at Broadway anyway. I'm doing the 9.30 and the 11 o'clock show. I'll show up a little bit earlier, host the show. You are? Make a little bit of money. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think those shows usually go on for a while, so you get your, you know, you'll yeah. be working for it. I don't know why I'm like even uh, kind of scared. Like no one listens to the shit anyway. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like anyone is listening. It's like, oh, I'm telling. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, we get we get listeners, but yeah, I mean, people um, who are in Bushwick, you know, stand up comedy. It's a lot of uh, the tiny cupboard people. So you're on the tiny cupboard a lot, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they're really nice to me, uh, Matt and Amy. Um, yeah, they they throw me spots like for for like tiny cupboard. I realized if I if I show up, if I go and I see them, they'll like like hey, are you doing anything tomorrow? Are you doing anything on Thursday? And yeah, you know. But if I show up, you know. Yeah. Um. But if I usually hit them up, I was supposed to do my um my my thirty minutes um over there. You have this, you were gonna record week. a special or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to do it with oh uh, with Sarah. Yeah, with Sarah. Yeah, yeah. But then I was gonna go. Uh, out of town for like thanksgiving so i couldn't do it oh why'd so. they give you this weekend that's such a dumb weekend <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know they're like you know what you know uh they're, they're not gonna have a lot of people anyway might as well just do it on thanksgiving yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. no so they're super nice um oh i forgot i forgot about that because i was excited to go to that but then i totally forgot that you were promoting about it like three months ago yeah but what i was gonna say it's like you know uh in the scene not everyone gets along with everybody like i try to get along with everybody you know what I mean? So stop trying to fucking create drama. Yeah, yeah I know. I am mean, trying to create oh, drama. Oh, off the air. Like, oh, you said it's confidential. It's not confidential. I just posted that show right now on Instagram. <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. I'm trying to clip it up, man. I'm trying to make it look. I'm yeah, because like you're trying to create drama. Effects. No, off the air meant because you just told me earlier. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Um, how, how do you think your show went? Your first, your first inaugural oh, yeah. show. Wow, that's yeah, a big the step. first inaugural, the only comedy show. The <laughs> <laughs> first and last. Uh, yeah, yeah. Independently, you're not gonna do any more. I mean, I, I, I might do some, but I, I probably would do them at. A, I would like to do them at a, at some kind of club. At a club. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Broadway we, Comedy Club. Why we could. Why don't you ask Broadway Comedy Club? I'd rather do it at Greenwich, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Ask. Yeah. Uh, ask. Uh, ask Rich. No, because. Um, 
like RPM is a cool space, but think about it. That day, you have Broadway Comedy Club right there. You have Grizzly Comedy Club right there. You have the Three Monkeys doing yeah, a comedy yeah. show, like all around the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Like you have to like what what people do is they try to run a show in an area where there's no shows on a certain day, like a Wednesday or a Thursday. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So they're like the only show in town. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like your show was in the middle of fucking every fucking show. Yeah, yeah. in that area. No, you know, as you know I know thought I mean? it was like gonna be a smart thing because then you could like, um, like, because then I was thinking if we run it like you know once a month or something like that, then yeah. we could like easily get people from you know Broadway, easily get people from the pair. I mean, why would they? Monkeys. Why would they do? Why would they go to that? They already saw, fucking saw a comedy show. Not the not the the people. I meant the the um the comics. Oh, the comics. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I would be able to get, like, good comics because yeah. it would be real close by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was my idea. It was a little stupid, maybe, but. If it's a good show, they're going to fucking show up. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? I I had a good time. I I, I had fun. Yeah, no, I mean. I Who I, did the best? Yeah, you uh, you by far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, maybe, yeah. No, no but, no, but like, I, I used the strategy. You know, they were all they were all your fucking friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, what's the best way to get these people on my side? Yeah. Let's fucking shit out the lungs. <laughs> they probably love doing that too, anyway. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, so, so that time. immediately got them up, and also all the comics there were your friends too. You yeah. know what I mean? And we we all love to, you know. Anyway, yeah. So it was great. No, it was fun. I, it was fun. It was it was really great. A bunch of my friends were like, "Oh, like yo, that that uh, that fucking Asian guy was funny." Oh, the Asian guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I didn't have much diversity when everybody was white except for you." <laughs> I guess that Gins- is true. Everyone was white except for me. Yeah. Well, no. You know what? I had to. I was like, "Yo, Ginsburg. You know, he's Jewish." So, <laughs> but you know, I, know, I mean, say shit. That, that's I'm saying. Like, that's yeah. how much how little diversity there was on the show. Yeah. I had to throw Ginsburg in there. Yeah. No, I, I had fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm professional. You're professional. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been? I know we talked about it oh. in the past, but you've been doing stand up for I think seven years. You said, and I don't mean it in the kind of way that. So I I moved to, I moved to New York in 2014 October, to do stand up. <laughs> you moved in 2014 in October to do from stand-up? Los Angeles. Yeah, in LA I was doing like open mics for about a year, and then I wasn't getting enough stage time. I wasn't getting good. At mm-hmm. the rate I wanted to, yeah. So I was like, I gotta do something. And then you know, all the comics that I like really love and respect, they all paid dues in New York, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was always on my mind. And then I made the move to New York. Yeah, from LA. Yeah, from yeah. LA. Uh, and uh, to do stand-up comedy. Yeah. In 2014. My God. Yeah, yeah. But but I don't know. You've heard the the story. The one where, how you can't, wait, are you talking about the DUI one? Yeah, the DUI one. Yeah. So that kind of sped up the entire process. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, that's the real reason you came out here. Comedy was definitely the second. <laughs> so I moved out here in 2014. So in LA, I was getting, yeah, because uh, once I got the DUI, I can't like go to Mike's. You know, yeah, I can't, I can't, you can't, I can't drive do, around. I can't, oh, I can't do it. I can't that's do it. The, you know what I mean? It's so funny. But I'm the thing sorry. is, it was always on my mind too. You know. But anyway, so in LA, you you could get on like maybe uh, one or two mics a night, like, and also it, over there it was very kind of iron curtain. It was uh, like very clicky. You know, like you know, you have to kind of pay. So what what would happen is 
even in an open mic, a friend would show up early, mm-hmm. would sign up, and then sign up all their fucking friends. Like that you know, doesn't happen here. Yeah, but then it was worse because yeah. here, there's so many mics all around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In LA, everything is so kind of far apart. So if you go somewhere and then like you have to drive another place, so like here, like okay, fine, this one's full. You can take a 15 minute subway ride and hit another mic. Literally, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like in Brooklyn or you know what I mean in Manhattan. You know, it's all kind of around there. Mm-hmm. In LA, it's a little bit different. <clears throat> so, so I was like, um, so I wasn't getting enough stage time, you know. And then, I, I, and then I was like, okay. And so I made the move. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then here I was doing like you had a freaking law enforcement <laughs> shit trying to get had, you to do the move. And then I had I was doing like three mics on a just a regular night. Mm-hmm. There was a six, eight, and an eleven um, that you could just hit every every night. You know where? Um, so there was I, I normally would do the quick in this cave at six there was an eight o'clock oh, you did the creaking the cave stuff yeah because it was free and then there was an eight o'clock mic somewhere so you finish the six and you hit up the eight and then after the eight you hit up the 11 so that would be like uh on a easy easy day mm-hmm. on a good day like where you're just everything is hitting perfect mm-hmm. like you go up first at the six yeah then you can hit another six like the tail end of that six yeah you know what i mean uh-huh and then you can Wait, hit- you can get on the same mic no, 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 no. So you'll do a. Six, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you, and then you'll you. you'll get you'll go first on the six mic, right? Yeah. On, on, on another place, right? And then you'll go uh, to another place, and then you'll hit the tail end of that six o'clock mic, you know. And then you'll get on that that one, and then you'll hit the eight o'clock, you know. And on a and I think like my friend on like one night hit fucking six mics. He just hit every like everything, but it's too much. If I if I could do things differently, I think two mics a day is like perfect. Two a day is perfect, yeah. and um, and I think if I could do things differently, I wouldn't have hit mics for as long as I did. I think I would have tried to get into the clubs sooner, like like you're like you're doing. Interesting, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you're what like what a year and a half, a year and a half in. Yeah, and you're you're already trying to get into the clubs. That's 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 the way I think I should have done. But you don't hit mics. I do hit mics. Not a lot though. Not not as much anymore. You, you don't. Like you, you were you hitting mics every single day? Yeah, well, before before Broadway, I was hitting it. I was hitting it every day. I'll tell yeah. you how many I hit one day. What? You won't believe me. What? Six. Six. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I hit. So, I, I went to Greenwich one, three, five. Uh huh. So by five already, I, and I went like early on the five because I they, I'd been there all day. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. put me up early. Yeah. So I got out of the five, and then I went to like Joey Cats, Joey Bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I went to. I don't know, and then I did like but you know at that much. point it's too much. No, I did it for the number at that point. Oh, you just did it to I, do it. At that point, I was like, well, it was like somebody was like, oh, I'm going to this mic. You want to come? I was like, fuck it, uh, yeah, 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 I guess I'm going. Because at a certain point, it stops. There's no it, point. It doesn't even. It's but not it even was. Fun. It was. I at that. Oh, what was that? At that point, I think. Um, for me, it was important because uh, I didn't get enough stage time ever to like get loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, only now I feel loose. But like when I was doing my mics, I would barely ever feel loose. I couldn't even do the same material yeah. for more than a week because then everybody would be like, "What is this? I've already heard your dumb coin joke." Yeah, I don't know. I remember uh, I was like a troublemaker, though. You know, like uh, 
like I was all about honor, you know, and like justice. <laughs> like so so you know, like at open mics, um, you know, like sometimes hosts will like break the bucket, you know. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, I, I used to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Me too, me too, me too. You honor, know? you just yeah. say you're honor. <laughs> Liar. Me too. It's only honor when it no, matters yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's when it's bad for me, we need honor and justice. You know what I mean? <laughs> when it's in my favor, it's like I paid my dues. You know what I'm talking about? So anyway, so I have this story. It was at the Creek in the Cave. And on Thursday, uh, Thursday night, there was this hot mic. It was the Thursday. I think it was the 8 o'clock mic. Everyone from the city would show up fucking packed, you know. And so many groups. So many groups. And I always go fucking like almost second to last or last group, you know, for like m like months, you know. And then one day, I just couldn't take it anymore. I told my friend. I told my friend Brandon. I was like, Brandon. Who, Brandon who? Uh, my homie, Brandon Sager. He's like my close friend. Okay. He's a comic, too. He lives in Jersey now. And I, was, you know, I told him, you know, I'm going to do call-out set. I said, I'm oh. going to do a motherfucking call-out set. And <laughs> at this point, this host has been running that, that mic for a long time. You know, that's how he grew that fucking mic. Super big. Super hot mic. And I said, I'm going to do call-out set. Finally, he calls my name. <laughs> and then and I I, I, I had a, a couple of beers before that because it's a fucking long mic and then I go on stage and I say man whose dick do I gotta suck to get in the first few groups you know and then you're, you're who, who's I asked my friend whose dick do I gotta suck and he's and, and he said the, my son my friend said the host name right and I was like I will not suck it I don't give a fuck I will not suck it and then the host, he has a God mic, right? Yeah. So he starts interjecting. Oh, and no. I said, shut the fuck up. This is my time. I oh. waited. This is my time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I, and and I don't like the, uh, it's my time, so shut up. You know, I, I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> we're, we're, Do we're, I know we're, him? We're, we're in good terms now. Okay, good. This is a long time ago. <laughs> so, so he shuts up, right? And then... And then I get off stage and everyone's like cheering. Oh, really? Yeah, because everyone at, in, in the room is the one that's always going last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're all cheering. You yeah. know what I mean? And then every comic after me was like, hey, I, I always go last too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's a rebellion, right? Yes. There's a fucking rebellion, right? <laughs> and, then, and then like uh, the next day. Oh, that's the best. The uh -huh. next day, right? He does Facebook post or, or uh, Instagram post, Facebook post, right? He's like, you know, I've run this mic for, you know, so many years. But I think I'm going to give it up. And then he gave up the fucking <laughs> mic. He, he gave up the mic the next day after the, the rebellion, Doug. Really? Yeah. He and gave, he fully he gave, gave it up. He, he gave it he up. Didn't, he didn't, wasn't yeah, he didn't, just a yeah. bluff? No. No, he gave it up. He said he didn't want to do it no more. And then he gave it up to somebody else. Yeah. And then oh fucking. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the funniest part was, like, everyone after me was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. You know, like in the movie, like, yeah. like you know, one guy goes, and then another guy stands up and like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and then everyone just fucking stood up and we fucking did the rebellion, dog. I'm and so I bring happy. this up because uh, recently I went to my open mic, first open mic in a long time at QED, you know, and I saw Injustice. Which yeah. one? Who's my? Which what day? What day? I'll know who it is. This was, uh, I think it was Thursday, but I think the host was new. The host was really new, I think. Oh, it is. I think so. It doesn't matter. Okay. So anyway, I go and I see injustice. You know. Yeah. So everyone put their name in the bucket, and the mic started, mm -hmm. right? And then 
like after the first group, you see people coming in late mm. to get their name in the bucket. Yeah. You know? The justice way would be to if put a separate bucket. It, yeah, or if there's room, you're in the last group. Mm-hmm. You know, these people showed up early. You know, they do regular bucket. You guys show up late. You're in the you're in the last group. Mm-hmm. But what does this person do? They put the person that came late and just put it in the regular bucket. And then they'll go up people before the thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So I was gonna do, I was gonna go up to the person and say something. And then my friend, you know, was like, don't do it. It's open mic, you know? And I was like, but I was just like, where's the justice? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then on Friday. I got called first. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is how it's supposed to be." Were you were you like call out set? Were you writing it in your head? No, I wasn't gonna do call out set because I could tell she was new. But I was gonna tap her on the shoulder and be like, "But you went up kind of early anyway on Thursday." No, no, no. That day I went up like second or third to no. But the thing about it is, it's like I think with open mics, like you have to pay your dues. You know what I mean? I remember when I first came to a city, I was like going last group every single time, and then you start kind of meeting people and you start kind of doing well on stage, and then like um, like now when I go to the open mics, I don't know anybody. It's all new faces. I remember like you're just going to weird open mics. No, no, no. But then like I remember when I was going to open mics in the past, like every time I would go, I would know everybody. Mm -hmm. You just know everybody, you know. But now when I because I haven't been there in such a long time, when I go, like I'll notice like one or two. But for the most part, everyone is like new. They don't know me. I don't know them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a community. Yeah, it is. And then yeah. when I was doing mics every day, I miss you, I miss going to the mics because like those were my friends. Yeah, I'm yeah. closer. I'm closer to them because like I mean now I'm closer to Broadway people yeah. and like, but um like those people saw me eat shit all the time and, yeah, yeah. and, and like they still like, like me. You and know? you see them eat sh- and you see them eat shit. Now I see them see shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah, yeah we see each other yeah, eat shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that builds some kind of camaraderie. Whereas like, you know, there's less. It's like because you have more at Broadway, you have more people kind of like. It's a, you're disconnected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From people. Yeah. I miss hating on people. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I'm the hated a little bit, and yeah. now people are like, "Why you?" And I'm like, "I don't know." No, no, I don't think people hate you. No, what do you mean people hate on you? No, no, not really. You know what I mean? Just no. I mean because I have a the, you know luxury of doing something good. Yeah. So do yeah, you? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know what I've been noticing is like I I take it for granted. I remember like when I first I do came, yeah when I first came to the city and uh, doing open mics. Like, I was just, like, thinking, man, if I could just do average one show a night, you know, for oh, okay. seven shows a week, I would be so happy, mm-hmm. you know? And now I'm I'm surpassed that. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy. Nah. I'm not happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think I'll ever be happy, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> and, and I tell myself, okay, maybe if I get uh, past that, this club, you know, I'll be mm-hmm. happy, you know? But I know once I get there, I'm not going to be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always going to be something else. Yeah. It's always going to be something else. So I'm trying to like more and more just be like, you know, if I have a, a show like, oh, I'm, you know, be thankful for it. Because now, and there, there was a certain point where I was like just making a living just from doing comedy. You know what I mean? Just all comedy money. This was right before COVID? Yeah, right before COVID. And, and right after. And uh, I was like, man, this is the dream. You know, I don't have to have a real fucking day job and I could just make money just from comedy and pay rent. And I, I'm not like saving money or anything, but I'm yeah. surviving. Mm-hmm. I'm paying rent and I'm, uh, you know, I, yeah, yeah. And, and then, and then like, like, I was like, wow. Um, like if, if I, if my open myself uh, was telling myself 
that was gonna happen, I would have been like, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but when I got to that point, it's like I I took it for granted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so I'm trying to like even just every spot, even like like yesterday seven o'clock Monday show, it was kind of bad, but I still <laughs> I'm it? thankful for it. Yeah. 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 And I think you have to have it like that, you know, or else it's just gonna be like you're you're never gonna be happy, you know. So each each said like I'm I'm like like that's why like I don't I I remember like in the past I would just kind of go through the motions mm-hmm. I would just do my set, just kind of recite the set. Yeah, you know I'm not even like really putting it like okay seven minutes okay I'm gonna do this 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 and just recite it and then get off stage. <laughs> and now I'm trying to be more like present, you know what I mean? Like more like. Uh, you know, be one with the crowd, you know, as opposed to like, okay, me telling jokes to you. It's like, we're going to, we're all in this kind of together. Like you're kind of part of the show. Yeah. You know, is that's like, is that a skill that you're working on? Like actively working on so that, because that, that, that's probably something that differentiates like a regular show I'm actively and, trying to be more open. I think you're, you will have a special talent that like, uh, that not a lot of people have. Cause when I, um, watch you know I watch a lot of people and I I truly think that you're hilarious uh, and I watch a lot of headliners at Broadway and I, you know they don't have the same thing even though they're good and they have great jokes but uh-huh. I don't know I, what do you I, think I, it is that I do well that's um, that you I'm, do being uh, I Asian think being diverse <laughs> diverse, <laughs> being diverse. Yeah, yeah you do being <laughs> diverse well <laughs> <laughs> you know that Asian shit that you do you yeah. do that really well. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, you bring your person, you bring your own, like, you know, you bring yourself to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yourself is Asian, but no, I don't mean that. <laughs> yeah, you know that Asian shit that you do? You do that really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing. No, I'm joking about that. I meant like, um, I, I, you know, you bring, uh, I think, I think, you bring think, your real emotion to it. I think there are certain, um, X factors, like in comedy. Sure, like, you have to be a good writer. Sure, like, be a good performer but like like you you have the x factor like just likability factor you know what i mean certain people like you go on like they go on stage and you just kind of like you just kind of like them already Mm -hmm. you know because you look like really goofy (laughs) (laughs) you know so when you when you fucking go on stage stage, you're like oh look at this guy you know yeah Yeah. and then when you make that joke like with the ratatouille and like uh the meatball whatever you know just like you know you it's like that kind of like the lovable character you know kind of goofy you know yeah 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 like for me i my comedy i love silly silly comedy i like silly stuff i don't like stuff that's like too fucking smart or fucking shit like that. I like stuff that's goofy and silly and very like sometimes like almost even to the point that it's stupid. You know what I mean? I like that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that too. I think that's the it's it's that's why it's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you do what you really like to do. You yeah, don't yeah, yeah. you don't I, do the fun. smart shit. You yeah, know? I'm not doing the smart shit. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to do that if yeah. it's like I don't know. I I like to do stuff that makes me laugh and I I have fun doing it. You know, I I I I I have fun doing the the Windex joke. I have fun doing like, you know, the 
the the kindergarten teacher joke. I love doing that. Joke. Yeah, you know that I mean? that's so, Were you really a kindergarten teacher? I was a uh, after school like a program teacher. Oh I was like God. I was teaching kids like magic and. Uh, uh, airplane model airplane building you mean like magic the gathering or magic like magic tricks you know magic tricks i do i wish no 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 I but then that. no no but then but then it's like like it's it, so the program it's, get, a, it's, a, it's an after school program that like schools like they hire and i worked for the after school program so after like the what is it called um hobby quest okay and then so they have like <laughs> <laughs> shout out hobby quest <laughs> And then, uh, so I would like go and then I would like, you know, teach the kids like model airplane building, teach them magic and stuff. So, and yeah, and there we were like all like kindergarten, first grade. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, so it's true. And then, um, but that joke isn't true, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you tell it? I mean, I'm not, gonna, I won't clip it, but I mean, it'll be part of the thing. Why don't you, why don't you just uh, I'll play it? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, I think I might have a, a so I'll insert it here. Yeah, yeah, just insert it. Yeah, yeah. It's a good joke. Yeah, but you never sent me. You don't want to send. You're like ah, they're all. I I found you on TikTok. I found you on. I know. You, I already found your YouTube channel. We already talked about that. Yeah, but I don't really. Which I, I like. I need, but I need to upload more, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I dude, I've been uploading a lot. I don't know. I yeah, don't have know. you been getting good traction? No. Well, I mean, on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard my jokes? <laughs> no. No, on YouTube, I get um, like a thousand views on a lot of videos, really? mostly. How many subscribers you got? 51. We already talked about uh, this. 51, but you're getting a thousand? Are you doing it as shorts? Or? Shorts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the longer videos, I mean, I've gotten a, uh, on a few. I have like a decent amount of views per video for my subscriber rate. It's very good. Yeah. But um, but how, how often do you upload? Every week? Every day or two. Every day? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm going to get a couple clips out of this. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I mean, like, if they're good, I'll, put, I'll, I'll uh, so, invite you so to collaborate on So what are we recording right here? And then what, recording right here? So this one is getting a lot, a lot wider view. Of you? This one is me. Or this is getting That's everybody? you. This one is dead, I think, but I think it's already, it's already dead Wait, now. so this one is getting both of us? That one's getting both of us. Okay, that one's getting you. That one's just getting me. I need, I need some. I need to be a little narcissistic yeah. and get myself and stuff. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> wants, to, nobody wants to see that one. No, this is the best one. one. No, this is a better uh, camera. Uh, this one sucks. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, let me just double check and make sure they're they're good. Watch, we had none of this was fucking recording. <laughs> So you know what mocha mocha latte is? It's basically a latte with chocolate inside. I think all the chocolate is on the bottom. <laughs> hey, do you know this? Uh, do you know this uh, cafe? The swallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's your favorite. <laughs> oh, that one wasn't recording, or what? Back. 
We're back. You know, there are people live who are like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, Teloni, I wanted to uh, share the story because we have a good time when we're at Broadway. I, you're, sw- ser- swear to God, yeah. I, you're really one of my like favorite people in comedy in general. Ah, but I you. really fucking love hanging yeah, yeah, out with I, you. I, I wish, yeah, yeah. and you know, we could do more or something, but yeah. No, no, I, I love this story because, you know, like when, <laughs> when we're there and we're, we're, you know, we're hanging out, we're mostly talking about comedy and, you know, we're running bits by each other, you know, you, you know. Yeah, you're usually testing out your bits, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm giving you advice. Like, you know, this one you could use a little bit more. Yeah, you know, yeah. when I'm giving you the advice, and you're like, wow, that was a really good piece of advice. Yeah, yeah. No, but let me tell you the story. I remember there was this one day you were really excited about this bit. You were really excited about. It. <laughs> Did that go down okay? You were really and you were really excited about it, and then you said, "This is my new opener." Then, yeah, I remember you were still like, this is my new opener. And I was like, all right, well let me let me hear it, right? And then I remember you told me, right? And and then I remember it went something like this, you know, it was like oh, uh, you know, oh I'm Thelonious, like sometimes people call me T bone steak or something like that. <laughs> was it T bone? Yeah or yeah. T bone steak. Yeah, no, it was T bone T bone steak a T bone steak. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you were like uh because I, I got a long day or something like and, that and then you were like uh is, is it good should i do it on stage today and i was like yeah yeah, yeah it's so good do it do it do it <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you went on stage and you did it fucking nothing <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you said you fucking asshole brian <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone started laughing you know i i uh that story i, I love that story because uh First of all, you you really thought the T bone steak was really good, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 go. Because I think there's few things funnier than watching your friend fucking bomb. You know what I mean? And then if they bomb because of the of something that you told them to do, oh, it's even better. It's even better. It's even better. You know? Oh, so that's that's like a funny story. That yeah. I love. That was that's one of my fondest memories. When you were managing at Broadway, yeah. that was the funnest six weeks I I had in comedy, and also I grew so much because one, you were messing with me, <laughs> <laughs> but also it was very comfortable going on stage, and then um, you giving me extra time also. But also like we would we would run, you would like help me run bits and stuff like that. We were like we'd work on different tags. And then I just go try it like it was an open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'd give me extra time, so it was yeah. like it wasn't like taking away from the time that I already had. Yeah. But then also you would definitely be like, I because you would always go last. You always like yeah. finesse the thing, and like uh, they would drop checks like crazy <laughs> on me. Like never before ever has checks been dropped on me like that. It was like a freaking bomb. <laughs> it was a bomb for three minutes. It would just be so loud. Do you remember that one day? I think it was like. I was like, no, no, don't drop it. You fucking drop on fucking Thelonious. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, kinda, that shit makes you stronger, though, man. That yeah. shit makes you fucking strong. Dude, Omar, he was supposed to come on. He just texted me, baby ass. Yeah. But he he's really strong. And so is Mac. Mac is also very strong. They're both really strong. And they, they're they like hardcore veterans in the check spot. Yeah. I think my check spot is But when I, host, when I host, though, I bring them up to the ultimate. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I know how hard check spots can be so when i bring them up i say you know our last three comedians this is the murderers row it's the top comedians oh yeah you, you this, do say murderers of row. this heard show of you know what i mean we saved the best for last we're gonna end the show with the bang the three comics i call them murderers row you don't want to miss it so 
So even when they're dropping checks, since I bring them up like that, they'll pay attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I try to make it easier on them. But I, I, I remember like in the beginning when I was doing checks, I had a difficult time. But I realized it's not like you, you're not really performing for the people that aren't listening. There's going to be a few people that are listening and you mm-hmm. perform for them. Yeah. And then if you get them laughing, other people will kind of be like, oh, they're laughing. And then they'll start paying attention. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes what I was like thinking was like when I was doing checks, I need to get everybody. No, if you do that, it's a losing battle. You can't please everybody. People are busy doing shit. You perform for the people that are paying attention. And... um and also, if your jokes are strong enough, you're, you're going to get them. You know what I mean? You're going to get them. Um, but yeah, I remember I was like doing checks for a while. And now it's like, you know, I'll like, like bitch and moan about like getting checks, you know, even though I'm not <laughs> check spot and stuff like that. Yeah. But in reality, it's like me just being a fucking diva. But in reality, I don't really mind. Like if, really? I, if, I, if I get it, like I'll get it. Like uh, it doesn't mean. And, and, and if I can't deliver just because I have a few checks, uh, you know, being dropped on me, then who the fuck am I as a comic? Yeah. I can't just handle a few checks. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and then that's how I started. That's how you get good. You know, like I'm not caring so much about fucking pleasing everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to get everybody. Yeah. I think the hardest thing for me is when, during a check spot at least, is uh, when, when there's just like, <laughs> there's just people being so loud. Yeah. Sometimes you can address it and it's funny, but then I think they actually get mad that you're like, you get mad. Right. I, well, I get <laughs> yeah. mad when they're yelling. They're like, yeah. why? Like, it's not that yelling, but they're talking like so loud. I'm yeah, like, yeah, pretend yeah. like we're, you know, somewhat quiet. Yeah. The hell are you doing? But one thing that you're good at is you're present. You're not afraid to address things that come your way. I know certain people when they're like beginning, they're so focused on their jokes. Even if something happens, They'll kind of ignore it and just try to power through it. Yeah. And people can feel it. Like you, at least you are willing to kind of get out of the joke and kind of address something. You know, and I think that's important. You know what I mean? So you're you're good at that. I like that. Yeah. Love, the rest of your yeah. comedy is kind of whatever. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're I'm really good at addressing yeah. it. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're really good at addressing stuff when people don't laugh at your dumb jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why I'd be a great host. I, I've always I think like, you'd be a great host. I, yeah, I'm so excited. I think that's the next step. By me. the way, that when you were hosting your show with uh, Julia, it was kind of awkward. Yeah, I know. There was no flow. But yeah, it was because the one, we had never practiced it before doing two people hosting. Yeah. Um, we only had one mic. Um, yeah, and so I there was, was stressed a, there from was a, producing there was, there the show. There was a few things. That I had to do, I kind of had to do I would, everything. I would have just had one host and maybe alternate between comics. You know yeah, what I'm I talking about? Done, we should have done that. Or, or yeah. But, Alternate would have been a good idea. Yeah. Damn it. But, um, but that's because earlier that day, somebody <laughs> told me they, people would go up together. Like I, this guy told me that he hosts a show with an, another person and that they would go up together and riff on the comic that just went up. But because the show is very tight, but also there was no riffing to be done. And it was just ended up being me being awkward. But also they probably know each other and they have good chemistry. Like, um, well, me you and know, Julia have like these good chemistry, but comedy wise, you've never done it together. Yeah, we've never before. done it together before, though. You know? Yeah. Um, and I was probably resentful because she didn't bring anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know I was. I, I found the space. I brought everybody. You did everything. I got all the comics, except yeah. she brought her friend. I was like, yeah. All right. You just gave a random person a guest spot. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. why? You know, like at that point, I should have just made the lineup and yeah. given you a guest spot. She's a good friend of mine, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Um, 
Um, but uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So the I I did that. I I called you. I called you guys out on it. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, does anyone else think it's fucking stupid the way they fucking <laughs> do the first name and then the another person does the last name? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even decide to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just told that that's what but, happened. But that got laughs, right? Yeah. yeah no, no, laughs. you were great there. And because I mean, you know me, yeah, I was yeah. I was just more. That was me. I was even goofier in high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they know, like, I haven't seen a couple of those guys. I haven't seen some high school, so yeah. I'm like a little nervous to like. Uh-huh. Hey, this, man, this, this is their first coming out. Yeah, this is their first time watching you do comedy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Which I did okay. You know, on my spot, I did okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, between hosting, I was horrible. Dude, I don't like. I don't like it when people that I know come watch me do comedy. Yeah. Like from my past. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, my parents never saw me do comedy. Still. No. You never sent them a video? No. Maybe they uh, maybe they like might have searched for me, but I, I I'm not aware that they've ever seen my comedy before. And um I I remember when I was doing like in LA, like certain of my high school friends, I would like cuz I would do the bringers, you know? Yeah, yeah, you and have to. I, I you have, have to. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were and they were all super eager. Yeah. You know, they were all super like supportive and they're like, "Yeah, I want to come." You know, I'm only a fucking like year in, yeah. you know? And I think I'm the shit, you know what uh-huh. I mean? You know, and it's so funny, right? Because like the 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 shorter amount of years that I was in, like years one and two, I thought I was better than I think I am. Like I know now that I am better than I was back then, right? Yeah. But I know how not good I am compared. But back then, I didn't know enough. I thought I was so fucking good. <laughs> but now, I'm, I know I'm better than I was before. But I'm, I understand that I can, you know, I'm not as good as I know. I There's a long journey ahead before I was really delusional. And I think <laughs> I had like a, I had like a something in me. But I, I just needed more experience, you know. But I thought I was like, you know, so funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I look back now at some of the tapes. It's like, oh god, it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, you know, it's fucking horrible. Uh-huh. You know, I remember the first ever open mic I did in L.A. It was at a fucking Pizza Hut. You know, they had an open mic night near my house in the San Fernando Valley, and it was one of those. Wait, Pizza Hut had an open mic. It, it wasn't sponsored by Pizza Hut. <laughs> some dude went to the Pizza Hut. Was like, hey, can I do the open <laughs> mic here? You know, in yeah. the back or whatever. And so it was a weekly open mic at a fucking Pizza Hut. And uh, it was one of those mics where the <laughs> the customers of the Pizza Hut, they don't know the open mic is happening. You know, so there's people just eating pizza. And all of a sudden, some guy goes to the front. He's like, oh, it's open mic time. Comedy oh, time. No. You know what I mean? The the surprise show. Yeah, the surprise. Ambush. Ambush, the ambush. Uh, ambush comedy. Yeah. yeah, open mic. And I remember my first ever time, I was so nervous. Um, I I was I, I this could, was the first open mic you ever did in my life. Oh my yeah. god! And then I I remember like shaking like mm-hmm. my and then I remember I put like all my my set list mm-hmm. on my microphone hand because I was nervous that I would forget you know and then I I put it on here and then I could get it you know yeah and I still remember like some of my jokes that I that I told about uh that day. Can you do one? Yeah, it was about how like I uh, I got a DUI you know and um. Uh, I got a DUI and uh, they made me go to uh, Mad. You know, Mad Mothers, the Mothers, uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Yeah, Mad, you yeah. Know, Mad oh, Mothers. Yeah. And I said, 
<laughs> I don't need to go to mad mothers. I had mad mothers for 30 years. <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. And then and then I said like, oh, and then like uh, they made me go That's to not the worst joke. And actually. then they made me go to a DUI school. You know, yeah. I was making friends and I met this lady. Uh, I could tell she was uh, Islamic because she had the entire Islamic garb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hi, I didn't know you could drink nor drive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was another joke. And then and then uh, and then I had. The, oh, my God, that's so fucked up. And then I had a, and then I had a, uh, the <laughs> prototype of the young ho joke. You know the name yeah, joke, Young yeah, Ho, yeah, Prostitute yeah. Boy? I had the prototype uh-huh. of that joke, the name joke. So that was like one of the first jokes I ever fucking wrote, the mm-hmm. Young Ho. Yeah. And I still do to this day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the prototype. And I, I remember I did those three jokes. And I remember uh, I didn't do bad. I did, I did okay. I did decent. I got, I got something. Yeah. And then from that time, I was hooked. Oh wow! And then from that moment, I was like, "Okay, I'm fucking let's do it." And then I and I would drive all over and try to do open mics every every day. Yeah. Wow. Story. Wow. I oh man, that's awesome. I my I don't understand. I, I don't know. If, I guess you don't have this experience, but like for me, the first month I was really bad, and I probably got like ten laughs in three months, <laughs> in like in a month, in a month, and like I went to like open mics every day. I went to probably at least. 25 open mics in my first month yeah probably more but i can't remember yeah i can't remember if i started doing two already why why did you keep going i don't know that's what i always get confused about i'm always because like i do a little grateful journal gratefulness (laughs) journal otherwise i get depressed (laughs) or or i get the little depressies (laughs) i need to do my gratitude journal (laughs) you have to i have to yeah yeah yeah. i do that too i I wrote on my journal today oh you did already I, I do it in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I do morning it's pages. To be Have you morning. heard of Artist Way? No. So there's a book called The Artist Way. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Maybe. It's called The Artist Way. It's supposed to uh, kind of make you more creative. And it's a, it's like a workbook. And what is they do small? is... Is it small? Is it like this big? Uh, I don't know. I guess they have different sizes. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> they have the small version. <laughs> they have the big version. <laughs> yeah. They have the version that has the little like fucking decoration. It, does it tell you at one point like to write every day, even if you can't? It's a, it's every day I you wake up. It. That's the first thing that you do. Yeah. You write three pages, you know, and then and then after you do that, the next thing is uh, on a at the end of the week, you know, you set up a day for an inspiration trip, you know, where you go do something. Do mushrooms. Or or an inspiration trip, you know, yeah. and then I, I, I it makes sense, right? Because you know, like, uh, like, you know, comedy. Like for the longest time, I thought like, uh, and and I think Steve Martin writes about this in his book, like, um, like sometimes you get afraid. Like, what if I run out of jokes? What if I run out of material? You know, things like that. But that will never be the case because as long as you have like a new experience, mm-hmm. that new experience is filtered through your comedic brain. And then that's what comes into jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So as long as you're having, you're doing something that you've never done before, you'll be able to kind of filter it. And, 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 and the joke that comes out is from the new experience. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So in that, in that sense, as long as you're having new experiences, like, you're not going to run out of material because it's not the material you're running out of. It's the experience because your comedic mind, like the machine is still in here. 
You know what I mean? That's always working. Yeah. And it's just the experience or like the person that you meet or the food that you eat or, you know, this or when something happens to you, that's that's what's coming out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they say so the write every day and then go on an inspiration trip, like go to a place that you've never gone before, you know, and then this is supposed to kind of like trigger and spark your creativity. Yeah. Make you more, you know, and whether it be joke writing or writing a book or a screenplay, you know, whatever. So I'm trying to do the writing every day. Mm-hmm. How how many days have you done it in a row? So I remember, like, so many, I, I stopped. Your... I stopped for a while, and then I'm getting back into it, and I've been doing it for about eight days now. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Eight, and then and gratitude, it, it always comes up. You know what I'm thankful for. You know. And just like, and, and then what it, what, it, and what it says is you're not supposed to think about what you're writing. It's free writing. Mm-hmm. You're, just, you're just clearing everything that's in your mind out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and you're just kind of like, like looking into, your, uh, into yourself, you know? Because yeah. we, we don't do that a lot. And that's yeah. important. I know what you mean. Yeah, when I started to do my, I, like, sometimes I'll do, like, daily writing for, like, a couple days, and mm-hmm. then, like, it'll go, like, three months, and I won't do any, and yeah, I forget yeah. that I was supposed to be doing this yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. And then you don't want to do it. You when don't want to do and it. Then, but when you're you in just the, do yourself, like, five minutes. It's really the first five minutes yeah. that suck. But when you when you do it, like, every day, it gets easier. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember, like, the first day where I was coming back, it felt like, and today, it was just, it was super easy. Like, First day, I think it took me like 45. Today, it took me like 30 minutes. Oh, to get to three pages. That's three what your pages. thing is? It's yeah. not just time? Three, yeah, it's three pages. What Do you stop at three pages? I just stop at three pages. Even if you're like flowing? No, I'm not writing jokes. I'm just writing my thoughts. You know, I'm just free writing. Okay. You know? And I think there is, like, I haven't gotten super full in the book. But, like, that's just one habit that I'm trying to develop. Another one is, like, you know, just trying to, like, you know, physical exercise. Yeah. You know, that also boosts your mood. They say like, uh, there's this uh, thing on Netflix, you know, um, Jonah Hill, his therapist. Yeah, I want to watch, watch it. that. It's I'm going to watch it. It's good. It is? Yeah, it's really good. And and I, it taught me a lot of stuff. They say like, you know, if you're ever feeling depressed or down, there's always three things that you could do immediately to boost your mood. Okay. The first thing is focusing on like yourself, like, you know, the free writing, listening to yourself. Mm-hmm. Second one is like working on your physical body, you know, exercising, that'll boost your mood. And third is um, like relationships, you know, like whether it's like talking to your family or your friends or going out and meeting or doing like this, you know, mm-hmm. it will also boost it, you know. So, and these three things you could always do at any time. You know, you can always call your mom. You know, you could always like do some jumping jacks. You can always like, um, you know, okay. fucking write to yourself. I mean, like, I mean, calling my mom will probably get me more depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so so uh, they say that. And um, yeah, because like mental health too is, you know, I need to fucking get on top of it mm-hmm. or else it's going to yeah. fucking get on top of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do because sometimes I'll go for like six months and I'll be like super ahead of it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll like slack for a month and I'll be like, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even know why I ever needed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the month, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my uh, God, yeah, what is yeah. going I suck. I'm so horrible. I'm so sad. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. And then I have to relearn everything, yeah. kind of restart the habits, but it's easy because you're so fucking down. Yeah. So that, <laughs> For me, it doesn't like, even start like, with sadness. It starts with like laziness and like kind of like like not motivated. And then the sadness comes after because I'm not getting anything done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, why am I so 
you know, da 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 da, all the negative da da da. You know what I mean? But if so, now I don't even think of it as like all or nothing. For me, I just think of it like, okay, these are things that I just have to do every day, even if it's like, like for twenty minutes, shoot some hoops or something. At least I I did it, you know. Mm-hmm. So like they say, well, like progress, not perfection, right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Just like get just doing something, you know. There's two things. Yeah. There's there's one guy who there's this mathematician. He's like a Nobel laureate, whatever. I don't even know what it's yeah. called. But uh, his his thing is like he gave it to somebody. He's like just do one thing per day. Yeah. But it's different when you're a mathematician who's a Nobel laureate because that one thing is amazing. <laughs> yeah. But you know, for somebody who's like in two a rut, plus two. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's like you know, go on a bike ride or go on a walk or you know what I mean. Yeah. Do that one thing at least, and then and then things will kind of snowball. So I try to do the three things. I do the writing every day. Yeah. I do the the exercise. You do the exercise? And then I do the... So this is my relationship thing for the day. For the day? Yeah. Except for you'll be hosting a show and you'll be relating to the audience. Yeah, but that's different. (laughs) You know, you know, that's not... I'm not really helping anybody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like today, like, you know, it wasn't bad. And I'm actually enjoying myself. You actually are? Yeah, yeah, You're like, it's not too hard. No, it's fun. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think the one thing also I I like, (coughs) Barack Obama used to do it, is that he um, writes, like, at the end of the day, he'll, like... If he's mad at somebody, he'll like write a a really mean note to them. <laughs> You're mean, <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole! I hate you. <laughs> I want to nuke you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to predator yeah, so drone what did, you. So what did he do? So what? What did he? He would write the letter and then he would he write th- the letter and then, then crumple it up and, and throw, throw it away, burn it out, or throw yeah, it. Yeah yeah, 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 because it gets it out of your brain. Yeah, at least. And, and then so that, I try to do that yeah. at the end of the night, and then gratitude in the morning. Yeah, and that exact same person fucking picks it up and then they fucking read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I always like save the notes sometimes. Yeah, because like I wanna, I wanna um, relive it. Why I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be something important, and I've looked back and I'm like, oh my god, this is just like the saddest, lamest shit ever. I gotta yeah. throw this away. You know, I still have like, um, and I should probably throw it away, like, uh, like letters from your ex. Oh man, you should throw it away, right? I don't know why. What kind of letters? They're like, you know, like love letters. Yeah, I think you know, that, that, no, don't you know, when we were doing, don't throw it away. Because like, so. like one part of me is saying that's dwelling in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hunt, yeah. That's, it's over. You know, sure. like fucking move forward. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, and a part of me is like, oh, you know, but that was like, you know, my memory. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah. I uh I just had a girl who I used to date in high, in college. Yeah. Or sort of date. She just like it she unfollowed me like years ago. Uh-huh. She followed me uh 2 days ago. And then did she message back you? on Instagram? Uh, no. No, but I mean she but like I've been following her this whole time. How do you know if they unfollowed you? Um cuz I checked. <laughs> <laughs> I would check. Yeah. I checked one day and I was like, "Oh, how do you check you you unfollow them and it says if it says follow back or not?" No, no, I just would go to her followers and type my name in. <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I was like, you know, obviously Were you like, happy when she followed you? Back? Is she hot? Um I I mean, so you was, must like her or something. Well, I have a girlfriend right now. Okay, well, you might. Well, then why are you checking if she's following? I che- no, this was like you know she's been unfollowed me for like four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like a recent thing. Uh-huh. She unfollowed me in college, uh-huh, uh-huh. and she just followed me back uh-huh. two days ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, at the time, ask her what the fuck. 
I, that's why I want to hit her up. I'm like, why are you following me? You're yeah, messing yeah, with my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I have a girlfriend now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to tell her that. Like, that's all I want to say. Like, I have a girlfriend, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you in? Available? But you liked her in college, maybe? You had a crush on her? Why? We used to hook up. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, her, like, I was kind of like, what are you doing? Why, yeah. are you, why are you messing with my head like yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she, she doesn't even mean it like that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her maybe, head, she, maybe she wants to watch some good comedy. <laughs> she hasn't. She hasn't been yet. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll invite her to bring her. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then That's, she watches you, and then she unfollows you again. Yeah. <laughs> Ignores me for another decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a hoe. Nah, I um, I uh, dude. So I wanted to ask you. I have a couple things I wrote down for you, but um, you know, I I think I've asked you stuff like this in the past, and I have so many things. But um, you know how 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 do you recommend? working on longer sets because i think that's my biggest issue right now is that i feel like i don't i don't have i don't know how to get my reps in for like you know a 15 minute set i don't even know i probably don't have 15 minutes you know but like um i want to work on it but i get a little i only have you know six minutes you know so do i do my regular stuff you know the stuff i'm comfortable with if i stop doing that stuff then it kind of fades away and i got very i get less comfortable with it and if somebody goes hey i need you to do really well I don't know. I have all these. Is it like, um, is it me just being in my head? You know, is this. So when you say working on fucking longer sets, I mean, if you're only getting six minutes or five minutes every time, like what you have to do is you have to do like do a completely new five, new six and not be scared of it. No one gives a fuck about, you know, whether you do well or not in the check spot. You know, they don't really care. Like if you're working that day, you're going to keep getting spots. You know, yeah. So you don't have to worry about like bombing or not. Of course, you want to do well. I'm the same way. Like I, I, I think I'm addicted to the kill. You know, I want to always do well, or else why even do it? You know. Yeah. But if you're really trying to get good and develop material, you have to do the new shit. You know. Mm-hmm. And also, um, if you have to, if you're trying to work on longer sets, you have to get on stage for a longer time. You know, and that means, you know, getting on other shows which has longer sets, you know, you're not going to do it by just getting the check spots. You know what I mean? But if it, if it is, then you have to swap. So I remember like one time I had three shows at Broadway and I wanted to run my entire like 30 minutes mm-hmm. right, that I had. So I said, okay, each, all three of the shows. Oh, I remember that. I think yeah, it was I'm there. I'm going to do different. I'm going to do all three different. Uh-huh. Maybe if there's uh, any overlap, it might only be like one overlap. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, all three sets are going to be different. You know what I mean? And you have to kind of uh, learn to challenge yourself when it comes to performing that. And when it comes to developing longer sets, what I would do is, you know, like if you have a joke that's about like your parents, you know, like for me, I, I work in chunks, right? I have like my family chunk. Mm-hmm. I have my church chunk. You know, I have my uh pedophile chunk yeah (laughs) you know i have all these different chunks so so um i know that like right now my family chunk yeah is about like what 15 20 minutes but if i have any other family stuff i'm adding it to that chunk you Mm -hmm. know and that and that kind of that grows into longer set you know what i mean so i guess you just have to focus on like what most of your jokes are about like so your joke is a lot about your family Mm -hmm. right like your mom your brother names and shit like that right yeah so maybe your next chunk should be jokes about relationship you and your girlfriend yeah you know what i mean i'm sure you have funny stories about that 
because I I'm working on that chunk right now. I'm working on my relationship chunk. You know, that's part of like the eyebrow stuff, the online <laughs> online dating stuff. You know what um, I mean? Yeah. And um, and I'm trying to, and then and now I'm trying to grow into like like when me and her are, are out on a date, things that make me angry. You know. So when you when you're kind of thinking about that, it can always kind of grow, right? So that's how you would develop it. So just trying to look at aspects of your life that you don't have jokes about and, and try to kind of like think about things, you know, like what are some, and also, you know, when writing jokes, I I've noticed it's always easier when like, it's something that you're feel strongly about, like, especially when you hate something, when something annoys the shit mm. out of you, that's where the most like funniest comedy comes from. When, like if you're happy, that's not comedy, you know? It's when you're angry and when you're, you know, pissed off or annoyed at something, that's when the funny stuff happens, you know? Like me, do you think I, I loved fucking going out there with a Windex bottle? You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> no, but I, I remember this. I didn't have Windex bottle. I didn't have any water gun. I, I had, for me, I had bucket. No. <laughs> fucking, I just bucket. <laughs> yeah, dog. Oh. I had bucket and as hose. Oh, a hose. <laughs> yeah, hose. Where did you get? How would you use the hose? I, I, I would. I couldn't run around. I was stationed oh. in one place. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone took the fight elsewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you had the ultimate gun. <laughs> you talk about them having the the Nerf five thousand. You had the freaking ten billion. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, turn it on gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Firefighter, but it's all it's all about, and, and a lot of my comedy is kind of fish out of the water. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, like, like, like uh, well, they call it. There's like peas in a pod, and then there's the other one in improv. They call it fish out of the water. They would call that. Uh, so I'm right. fish out of the water. You know, like, so a lot of my jokes is okay. I'm raised like Korean. You know, born in Korea, oh, okay, okay. and then I come to America, and there's all this culture clash. You know, mm -hmm. so those are my jokes about like my Korean food. You know, <laughs> like Korean pastor, the half, the you half know, the fun. Halloween, so fun. Halloween, all that stuff is the culture clash, right? Yeah, you know, so that's fish out of the water. Another part is um, where I do the jokes about, um, and also another thing that people laugh at is uh, someone's misfortune, right? Have you ever seen, seen that Simpsons thing where the football in the groin? Or if you see someone like, you know, like, have you seen those videos where people slip on ice? Like, and it makes you laugh, mm -hmm. you know, because, or like you fucking do like this really, really rancid fart and people go, ah, oh, it makes you laugh. You know, yeah. you see people, other people, <laughs> misfortune, Yeah, you know? So when I talk to the joke about the water gun or the, the grocery bag, thank you, thank you about me being poor. That's another kind of mechanism. It's like, you know, like people always can relate to feeling embarrassed, you know? And um, so that's another thing. So, you know, there's all these like mechanisms that can make people laugh, you know? So yeah. I would like focus on those things. Like uh, I would maybe focus on like your relationships or, or, uh, or certain times that made you feel really pissed off or sad and like really kind of focus on that because... Like that's what I focus on. What, what times was I pissed off when I was when I was Moses and everyone else were cool superheroes? You know, <laughs> I was I was pissed off. You know, but now mm. that's a joke. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like yeah, I, I try to focus, and I know this is like my style. 
these are the stuff that that's that's like my style. These are the stuff that I enjoy telling, and where I'm the uh kind of like the butt of the joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, I'm the I'm the main character. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the main character, and also I'm well, very that's what I like, and also I'm very visual. So if I tell my jokes, it almost kind of plays like a movie. You know, I'm a very visual storyteller. So I do a lot of act outs. I do a lot of facial expressions. Yeah. And I tell the story with like my body, you know. Um, and also like the way I tell the story, I think is very visual, you know. Some people are like wordsmith. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I, like, <laughs> I like to watch my jokes. We're still here. Um, yeah, Brian had to use the bathroom real quick, but we'll be right back. Um, by the way, this is Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to Bottom of the Barrel Morning Show. It is 9.29 a.m. and 19 seconds. And we got 30 more minutes of Brian Kim giving us the best advice and stuff like that we can get. He's been doing comedy for seven years and he's like a mentor to me. And I think he, he has some really good advice that we can all learn from as comics. And, you know, in, in any creative industry that you're in, creative, creative, um, anything you're doing. I mean, we just talked about just, you know, <laughs> mental health stuff is always important because, you know, you were not making money in this, right? If we were making money in this, then we still would have mental unfortunates. But, uh, but you know, if we we're making money, it would be a lot easier. But because you're not, you know, you have to find reasons to keep going. And, and I think when you're at our level, you know, you don't have anybody to keep yourself in shape and you got to do a regular job. You got to sleep like dog and having all these things helps a lot. But we're, he's coming back in right now. He's checking his phone. Seeing what DMs he got, seeing what hinge updates he got, probably probably one or two, right? Come back. Come back to me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, we're gonna finish up in uh we're gonna we're gonna take the whole time. Let's do it. We drink your mocha. Mocha? Yeah, yeah. I already drank it all. There was only chocolate in the bottom. <laughs> I didn't know there was chocolate in there. Does it look like chocolate? Ooh, it looks gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian, by the way, we're on Radio Free Brooklyn with Brian Kim, uh, and um, we're wrapping up, but I, I want to ask some questions, more questions, because I got all the questions. By the way, do you want a pillow? I can give you one real quick. No, it's okay. All right, cool. I, um, You know, I, I uh, we were talking about having longer sets, and, and I, you were talking about being the main character in your jokes, and and I think that's part of the reason I like doing stand up. But, um, you know, we've talked about this before, but uh, you know, I think for I think right now is another thing for me because all this is for me is uh doing. I, I think I'm more comfortable doing a check spot than a bullet spot right now, and I, I wonder is there um is there any energy that you have to bring to a bullet spot? Like his, I, I truly didn't believe in bullet spot before, but that's because I would only do mics. And I was like, I don't care if I do bullet spots, freaking mic. There is no good spot in a mic or there is, but who cares? I'd rather go up first than risk being last. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, is there any kind of special trick or is it just being good? You know what? At a, if, if at a show you're asked to be bullet spot, that's like honor. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that means like the producer of the show, um, trust you to start the show off strong you know and of course the host has that um you know responsibility too you know but really the bullets so i on saturdays 
at the 605 show, I'm always bullet. So I'm, I'm on that show every week and I'm always bullet. Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah, bullet spot is, is uh, definitely like, you know, if you want the prime spot, it's number two or number three, you know? But bullet spot, you got to bring it, you know? You got to make sure you... Um, so when I when I'm bullet spot, I don't ask the host to bring me up as club favorite. I don't do that club favorite opening thing. No, I don't do it because I'm the bullet spot. I'm the first comic. I don't want to have leave any doubt in the people's mind. Yeah, that I'm not good. You know, I want to make sure that I start off the show strong and that I bring it. Um, and I get the laugh right away. You know, because you're you're setting up the show. You know, so, um. I, I always take it as an honor and I always uh, try to, because that means like, you know, they trust you. That means you're a strong comic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. if, if you're like, they'll never put, they'll never put a weak comic as bullet spot, you know, any um, uh, experienced producer, because, you know, that could fuck up your entire show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, and um, I, I've, I, I understand that now how important it is to have like a really good strong opener because it sets the whole tone for the show. Um, and now I've been in positions where like, I mean, just, you know, it's like, oh, somebody didn't show up. We need you to go up. And and I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Like I'm killing in the check spots. But then I go in the bullet spot and I'm like, ooh that didn't feel right. Yeah. You know, I'm doing more time. <laughs> And like I should, I should be more, you know, like the crowd usually likes me, and I'm like, the crowd's more tighter. They're so in the tight in the beginning, and you know? I didn't realize how. I think that is, uh, I'm like, you know, it's like, and it doesn't matter how much energy I bring to it. They're still kind of like, just like watching me. Yeah, the bullet spot is the one that loses. A good person, if if they're doing their job correctly at bullet spot, it fucking breaks it all open. Yeah, for the rest of the show. Yeah. You know? The host will, you know, if they're good, they'll fucking break it open too, you know. But bullet spot, like even if the host does a great job, if the fucking bullet spot sucks, yeah, it can still fucking fuck up the show. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because that's your first comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The host can the, actually the host can suck a little bit more than than, than yeah. the bullet, right? But because like the expectation from the crowd of the host is like, oh, he's the host, yeah, he's the MC. Yeah, you know his job is to do the thing. Sometimes the audience doesn't even know that the host is a comic. Yeah, you know sometimes like all the time, uh, like I'm hosting, right? They'll be like, "Hey, you should try comedy too." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, th thank you. I'll consider it." Yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody told me that um, because I get all this hosting advice because like I'm asking for it because I assumed that I'd already be hosting, and. Uh, <laughs> So I, I was like trying to get all this stuff ahead of time and somebody told me something really interesting. He was like, you know, if you're bombing as a host, which happens, you're bombing as a host. At the end of your hosting set, go, you know, I've been your host, uh, but right now we're going to start the comedy show or like I'm going to bring up your first comic, you know, you know, like kind of separate yourself from I like, you know, if you're bombing, just like be like, OK, these are the comics frame it as these are the comics and i've just been you know the guy who's like setting the show up yeah i would never do that never yeah because oh that's funny because i think yeah. the person who gave me the advice you don't even really like that much <laughs> <laughs> don't put that on me doc yeah. don't put that on me without even fucking telling me who that is i'm not gonna <laughs> you know what the fuck um i don't know if they even do it you know that could have been a once in a like that happened and then now they don't do it anymore 
Well, the thing about it is, the first thing that I would say is, uh, if you're fucking bombing, you're not doing a good job. You're not doing the right thing. You shouldn't even ever have to put yourself in that position, you mm. know. And I think like if you're fucking bombing, then you, you just eat the fucking bomb, <laughs> you know. Don't fucking. I'm I'm not gonna give no excuse like, oh yeah, oh these are the comics. I'm not comic. That's why I wasn't funny, yeah. you know. Just eat the fucking bomb, you know. It happens. Fucking don't give no fucking lame ex- excuse. Of oh these are the comics and the reason why I bombed was because I'm not a comic. Fuck that. I'm okay. comic and I fucking bombed. I'm comic. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. Well, first of all, don't bomb. But if you do, then fucking take it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I guess I. Yeah. I think the theory and address it. Like you know what? I fucking bombed. But oh, these really? guys, uh, uh, these guys are not gonna bomb. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or fucking or say something like that. No, I was I was telling it. As if I was the host. Right, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, or it was like, oh, you know, you guys don't like me, but I'm so glad that I'm leaving soon because we have a fucking fantastic show for okay, you guys. You know what okay. I mean? You can always kind of flip it in a in a way, you know? But um, to call yourself not a comic or something like that, like, uh, I think that's not the right, you know? That's selling, that's kind of like, like selling your, uh, like lying to yourself or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to this guy, if you're a fucking comic, you're a comic. Don't fucking uh, give that away. Don't yeah. don't fucking compromise that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean that's it is. It was a it was a weird a weird thing to do. Yeah, I, I mean this person must be bombing a lot while they're hosting. Then no, I mean they they, they do. I never yeah. I never had to do that. Yeah, I haven't you know seen you host, but I don't think when's the last time I saw you host. I usually host on Fridays. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah! You brought me up one time, fucking, and I kind of I didn't the amazing that time. Big show, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the yeah. uh, all right. I just want to. I'm just trying to squeeze you at this point, but I um, you know, I I've been I've been pushing. I I not that I've been pushing, but I asked you. I think you should be you know at more clubs, and I guess you've kind of explained that you don't have enough. You know, you only have so many resources to put at certain clubs to kind of get your name in there. And then, you know, at that point, you just need to grow in those clubs. And, you know, getting at all the clubs is not really, it's not how you want to. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said, I want, I want to get in all the clubs. But, you know, even to get into the club that I'm at right now, it took like a lot of time and energy. And talking about Broadway? Yeah. And then for me to think about like putting all of that energy to start from, the beginning at another place yeah. it's just uh seems very exhausting to me of course i want to get in you know yeah. what i mean um but there's other ways of getting into clubs you know it's not always like the same process for all the time it's just me just overthinking it in my head because okay. it just makes me feel uncomfortable going into a new surrounding you see what i'm saying you know but i know that if i go to that diff- uh, other clubs and you put me head to head with some of the other comics in there, mm-hmm. like I don't think I would fall short. No, I know you wouldn't. I because I'm at New York Comedy Club. I I work the door there sometimes, and there are comics from Broadway there, and like Alex George, Alex Gorge, he's he's very funny. Um, I think you know you're at you know that why not why not you, <laughs> right? Why not you? 
You could you could also be that. So so I that's what, exactly and I don't think what, he hangs out or anything. No, like I'm that. no, and then even so, and I think like yeah, definitely. I think you should you would definitely do well at those other clubs. And also like you know I and you have friends. Freaking uh, Stephen Bowles is your good friend. I I've, I've performed um, alongside a lot all these comics that perform at other all places. of them probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I know I know I I wouldn't fall short. If anything, I would be right along with them, if not better, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. So I, I kind of I I, I want. Uh, yeah, it's all um, it's, it's it's all it's all kind of in my head. Oh, it's a, it's your own mental block. It's my own mental block and my own kind of. Um, it's it's only myself that's getting in the way. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I and I think this is another thing about like getting too comfortable, and getting too complacent. Like, hey, I'm getting like a lot of spots right now. I'm able to, you know, like, uh, why should I kind of put myself in this uncomfortable situation for something that may or may not happen? It's all this uh, just kind of like those negative voices in the in the head. But all I got to do is really think about it. It's just kind of taking action. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's the next step, you know, and uh, and I have to do um, I want to do other things like, you know, the social media, because. I know that I have the material that I could post on there that I think will do pretty well. Yeah. You know, and I just got to do it. It's just, again, it's all just like that, that mental stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I, and I, of course I understand that, but you are at a bunch of clubs already. You, one time you told me you were, you told me a couple of clubs. I don't like that. You told me dark horse. You told me the other one. Yeah. Right. Tribeca. Tribeca, Tribeca lounge. Yeah. Comedy lounge. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm, yo, tell me, how do I get in those? How do I get in those? <laughs> Well, you know, like when it comes to um, getting spots, like I think I was very naive when I was first moved here. Mm. I thought it was like, oh, if I'm the funniest comic, if I'm getting the most laughs or something like that, then I'm going to get on all the clubs. I'm going to get on all the shows. And that's not the case. You know, I learned very quickly um, in, the, in the scene, it's not necessary about how funny you are. It's more about like what kind of value can you provide to people, you know? So there's a reason why there's a lot of bringer shows, you know, the the reason how the person that gets on that show provides value is by bringing business to the club, by bringing the five paying customers. Mm -hmm. Another way a person might provide value to a show is by barking, right? Like uh, there's clubs that use barkers and then they give them stage time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another form of value. Another person might create a flyer for a show for a stage time you know and 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 i'm not saying that these are people that are not funny that are these are comics that are fucking funny that are doing this yeah so when it comes to booking someone on a show or getting someone in a rotation um and also like interning at a club is a one form of value that a comic can provide you know for stage time right yeah. so in a in in this type of competitive uh, environment, if there's a spot for a show and I have two comics and they're both kind of similar in in and let's say one guy is even funnier or one guy is less funnier, but this guy provides value. Mm -hmm. He's gonna get the spot as opposed to the person that's funnier. Like in New York, everyone is fucking funny. This is where like everyone from their own local scenes that are the funniest people come to New York to make it. Yeah. So it's almost like the laughs are interchangeable. Like this person can get the laughs that you can. Well, this person is also barking. 
or this person is also da 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 you know? Yeah. So at Broadway, I started out as an intern, right? I started out as an intern over there. I was a phone intern before there was a phone intern, which was the best one. Because, I wish I could get a phone yeah, intern. So I would basically on Friday, I would come in. I would bring my laptop and I would set up in the bar area, the kitchen, and I would I would just answer the phone for a couple hours and I would go home. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was so awesome. <laughs> it was so awesome. And um, and then and then that's how I got in at Broadway. And then and at Broadway, uh, there was an independent producer and she was running shows there and I would like kind of help out. I would help like do the ticket or I would help seat for her for stage time, you know? And one of the comics that did that show a lot uh was the he's a comic but he also runs the dark horse and tribeca comedy lounge okay you know and then he saw me kind of helping out you know and he was like hey um you know can you like if you want uh can you he and he reached out to me i i, I reached out to him mm. i was like hey you know if you have any stage time for me you know i would love to like help out or whatever you know i, I do this for shiba show and then so i started helping out shiba. yeah and i started helping out on that show and then um, provide value. And they're paying me too. And develop relationships. And then now I'm in the rotation. So it all doesn't start with the comedy. It all starts with like, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then another form of value might be you run a show, a hot show, you know. And uh, you have a person that's very funny and uh, they also run a show, you know. Like there's people that... Uh, run shows that I really like that are my friends and I put them on my shows all the time mm-hmm. and they put me on their shows all the time you know what I mean yeah and so like even now if I have a day that I don't have anything if I see like a friend is running a show I could show up and they'll throw me a, a small guest spot you know what I mean mm-hmm. like um, and and if I don't want to show up then that's fine you know but like I've kind of planted these seeds and I've I've I was like a person that provides value, you know, and um I have a show at QED on Saturday. That's also another form of value. Mm-hmm. You know, and then um all these little things kind of add up, right? And it's not like all these places are are giving me like fucking 10, 15 spots a month. You know? Like Broadway might give me like six spots a month uh, or like uh that are booked mm-hmm. you know on paper. And then the, the, I'll, I'll I'll get like more days, you know, throughout that month. Uh-huh. And then, but like the pair might give me three spots the month. QED might, Comedy Shop might give me one spot a month. QED, I run my shows, but on top of that, I might get like one show a month. And then Tribeca and, 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 and Dark Horse might give me like three or four. And then you fill up your calendar like that, you know. And then you have your bar shows that your friends are, are booking, you know, and then, then, you fill those two. And so like, but it's all relationships, you know? And uh, like some of these people I've known for four or five years. Okay. You know? And, uh, and I provide a value and then develop these relationships. And now it's kind of like, I'm in. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, just because you're funny doesn't mean you're going to be guaranteed stage time because there's fucking plenty of funny people in New York City, so many. Yeah, no, and, and that, that 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 makes sense. I guess I I was wondering. I just want to. So know. you're doing it, you know. You're doing yeah. it. You're fucking, you know. You uh, work at the club, you know. You're running your own show, the one and the last. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And um, I have this. You have this. This has gotten me some stuff, but not much. But yeah, this you're is not getting anything from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just uh, so you have this, you know, yeah. and um, and as you grow this, as 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 you grow this thing, and you have a bunch of listeners, and you grow mm -hmm. it, it's gonna even provide more value to you. Yeah, and the people that you bring on, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, I think it's just like keeping at it, always trying to find ways to provide value. And if you're trying to get a spot from somebody, don't ask them, "Hey, what can I get from you?" Ask, you know, what can I do for you? I know you run the show. Do you need any help with anything? Mm -hmm. You know, I do flyers. You know, I do like, do you need anyone? Do you need someone to check in for the show? You know. And also, if you're a fucking strong comic, then that's a just a, that's a bonus. If you're fucking crushing on top of that, mm -hmm. you know, then that's that's even more bonus because you're making the show better, and you're helping the show run. You know, why wouldn't they book you as opposed to someone else? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. That's good news. That's good. That's great advice. I'm gonna clip. By the way, um, we have ten minutes left. I just want to let you know. I'm gonna clip this shit and I'm send it to you. I hope you put it on your, you know, like, like certain, I'll like clip out certain pieces of uh, the show, like certain five minute clips where like you gave advice. So you want me like to that. provide value to you for your show? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm providing <laughs> value for you. <laughs> no, no, I I'm having fun. I to provide value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. Value. Value. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Cause, um, all right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm working in New York Comedy Club. I'm, I've been working there for two months and I'm wondering when I should ask to do when I can do like a audition. When do you work? I work. Um, I work Saturdays, and I I was working Wednesday and Saturday, and I occasionally I'll pick how, up. A how shift. how many hours? <sighs> like five, six. Five, six hours. You know, like uh, four forty-five to eleven to fifteen. And then you got a spot that day. No spot. Just pay fifteen oh, bucks an hour. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it's a little money. It's a nice little money. Yeah. But you know, obviously, I'm like. I don't care about set ninety bucks. No, but then I heard, uh, is it an internship or? No, it's just a. It's technically like there are people who just work. Do they know you're a comic? They know I'm a comic, but they've never seen me do stand up. Have you Have you talked to Candy? I haven't. I've only. I haven't even met her. Who's your boss? Uh, she's he's one of them. A few of them. Few managers. Um. There's one guy who's who's become um who's become like a bo booker in training who I know. Who? This guy. Joe Check, Joe oh. Checkman, Joe Check. It's uh Joe. I know Joe. Joe Check, whatever. Yeah, skinny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's the new he's the new booker. He's one of the new bookers. Don't tell anyone. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, all two of your listeners now know. Yeah, yeah. Well, they the, if they stayed in, good for them. Now they know it too. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Are you gonna? Uh, you hit him up. But I I might I might I guess I could talk to him and be like, hey. Can I uh can I audition? Cause I've been working there for two months for you know relatively little money. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I other think, people I, get up I think, there. I think who they would. There. I think they would give you priority over someone else, especially if you're doing a good job and you're in good standing. Yeah, I think I'm in good. I'm in good standing right now, so I got to get ahead of it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Before you fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Before and, they watch you do comedy. <laughs> and I'm thinking because the holidays are coming up, they'll probably have a lot of openings. Yeah. Right. I don't know when their new, uh, next audition is. Oh, that's true, dude. Some of these people just jump ahead. But I was yeah. I was thinking I was just gonna fucking take the class. Well, it's hard to get in the class. I don't know if you know this, but like Rio Hayashi told me yeah. that you have to be checking all the time, 
um, because the the class just they don't get to send you. I don't think they send you a notification. They just go. Uh, you just have to check all the time to try to join the class. Okay. See if it's available. Like, are you on the email list? No. Like, do you know how to even check for the class? No. Yeah, yeah. I can show you. Oh wow! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I provide value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. You want to do my show? Uh, no. <laughs> it's too far away. <laughs> I headlined it. Uh, you did headline it. And you were like, "Yo, where are you? Are you gonna come right now?" Uh, uh, yeah, well, the show was about to be over. I know, yeah. yeah and how'd you do? Decent. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't listening. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I heard you talking to um, uh, I forget the the uh, the bartender's name right now. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, you were talking to Eric. Yeah, I was like, this, I could hear him talking to you. I was like, <laughs> I was talking extra loud. Yeah. <laughs> you were trying to make it seem like a check spot. Uh -huh, uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. This guy thrives under this circumstances. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I hate. Yeah, that's funny, man. I um, so I I like to wrap this up. Um, uh, you know, is there anything that you you know you're promoting? Uh, you know, are you like yeah? What you know? Shout out your show, your socials. Um, yeah, Brian Kim Comedy on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, I run a show uh called Laughter Hours at QED Astoria every Saturday at 11 p.m. But you could also uh, catch me uh, hosting on the weekends at Broadway Comedy Club. Come hey, check me out. Come check him out. Do you have a? Do you have one of those codes like Troy does? Like Mr. Kim? No, you could use Troy. You could just use yeah, Troy. Yeah, use Troy's <laughs> uh, uh, T R O Y. Put some extra money in his pocket. Nice. All right. And uh, yeah, you can follow me at social media. Funny Dorito at Instagram and theloniestfiorito dot com. The you loneliest. Look. Yeah. The loneliest. The loneliest. Dude. dude. <laughs> The loneliest. <laughs> I don't know the rest the, of the, the song. The loneliest flower. Yes. Yeah.